Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. From Montana to Mexico, Texas to Tajikistan, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, we hunt the world, and you can too. Do you want to take your hunting skills to the next level? Ever thought about going on that hunting adventure of a lifetime? But didn't know where to start? This podcast will be for you. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. Remember when we used to do that? You used to have me do these uh, little cutaways with Rolling Rolling Bones Outdoors. Welcome to Rolling Bones Outdoors. So anyway, I uh, we've came. They even made a theme song about it. Shut up! Don't you ever <laughs> sing that. I will stab you in the shoulder. <laughs> don't you sing that stupid song. Oh my gosh, it's not stupid. It's a God classic. Thing. I, I know two songs in my whole repertoire, oh, fudge, and and man. how do I know Doctor Hook? I I you know so I grew up in the eighties too. My whole freaking teenage years were the eighties. From ten to twenty, I was in the eighties. Okay, and and. I, that was one song that must have been like, and I'm pretty good at all the songs. You know I can hit them. Yeah, you're really good, but you suck at that one. I mean, our, it's our theme song. It was so bad. There's cover of the Rolling void. Stone. On the oh. cover of oh, the no, Rolling no, 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 no. Bones. That was the very first rolling 45. Bones. True story, the very first 45 I ever bought. Right? Very first. Me? Very first 45 <laughs> Why the I ever bought. Why would you buy that? <laughs> Why would you buy that? That's, That's 35 cents. Oh my God! Right on the cover of the Remember? Rolling Bones. And Sylvia's mother was on the B side. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you guys! Oh man, um, I got to get you cultured, theme, Brian. Theme song, cover of the Rolling Bones. Right? Oh my God! No, I'm it. cultured. I've listened to this stupid song now a hundred million <laughs> times, and you don't sing it anything remotely close. And they suck, which means no, you have a higher level of suck. I'm I'm like a huge upgrade. I even saw them at the Buffalo Chip. Holy shit! You spent money to go watch them? What the hell? Well, that was, dude, it was back in the day. It wasn't you and like Scott it Palmer. Is, it wasn't like it is now. Where hey, you Palmer, if you're listening to this this morning on your 11-mile sheep run, I just want you to know that your buddy couldn't keep up, number one. And number two, you both have really bad freaking taste in music. So, anyway. <laughs> so, all right. Welcome to Rolling the Bones K. The Bone K. The Bone uh, that Martin's not even here today. The Bone Cave, we appreciate you being here. I'm Brian Maiman, co-founder. Brad Dito across the uh, uh, table from me. And Brian Leslie Bleep um, is here also. And uh, so, as always, but we have less of a, of a hard time keeping it out of the ditch when Brian's not here. Well, you, you know <laughs> would, what? Would that be accurate? You know, you know why accurate. it's hard to keep Brian's? Mind out of the gutter. Yeah, because he's got attached to the rest of his body. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. Oh. So anyway, he's not here to defend himself. Oh, so. But if he was, we would say that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm yeah, it keeps me employed. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So today we're going to talk about corporate shooting schools. You know what's funny is that these corporate shooting schools, um, uh, from my perspective, they. Uh, now we've we've done several deviations, not the school itself, but like with groups, like the group we just did with um, those guys down in uh, Jefferson. Yep. And, and his group, 
I, I, they, hey, those guys, th- that was amazing, okay? It was a super JKW neat Windows, right? JKW Windows, yeah. And, and they, I'm telling you, if you don't know who they are, first of all, you need to do business with them because I think they got an unbelievable product, and they're just great people. And uh, I had so much fun with that group and um, seriously high producers in their field. Um, right. He took the he he did a sales contest and had the top uh, uh, eleven yeah. top ten no, no it was top ten no, he took the top eleven because ten couldn't make it so he sucked up eleven right <laughs> so so it was funny because the one guy <laughs> one guy was number eleven and he was so po'd because he was ex military and he wanted to go to the shooting school but he, so but he'd bad been, he had surgery and hadn't been out um, and so they're a direct sales company door to door and they they go in and they, they they handle themselves totally different first of all I love to hear their energy and their approach the way they handle themselves um, they weren't super you know super pitchers they went in and hey your house could qualify for blah blah, blah let me help you and uh, anyway um, what was his name? Jefferson. Oh, which no, one? Um, Blake. Blake. I it's wanted J- to call him Blaine. It's JKR Windows. JKR Windows. Yep, yep, JK. Yep. Sorry. Sorry, Jefferson. And uh-huh. Jefferson's a class act dude, man. Yeah. Actually, all the guys. His brother. Jefferson's a little soft, but other than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, well, I'll put a bit, I'll put a picture oh on gosh. Instagram. I, got a, I, I forgot to do that. I got Brian Martin standing next to Jefferson. Jefferson has 3.5% body fat, ripped, chiseled. <laughs> Um, he was eating raw tuna and yeah, stuff. It, there it, he is, little no carb. Yeah. It's a, he's getting know. ready for a show or something, right? He's, he works out, so super disciplined guy. But anyway, um, but what I was, we're digressing. What I was going to say is that one, I, I love the team building atmosphere. Yep. So, so we've done that. We've had it for agricultural sales companies. We've done dental sales companies, dental clinics, de- d- dental clinics. Yep. And we've, but I want to tell you. Um, we've also done it for groups like two or three guys that go, I want to bring three of my buddies, yep. three of my buddies, three of my buddies. It would be a great bachelor party idea. Oh, my gosh. Middle yeah. of the day. You know what I'm saying? If the 10 guys wanted to come to, and do it, 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 it is. It, anyway, um, but uh, I just think they're awesome. I, 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 they're my favorite shooting school, to be honest with you. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, this, was, uh, this was the first shooting school. We did this in Utah. And they didn't get into the barley pop that night before, <laughs> so we had better attention uh, at the you know because we do the the first. What evening. does that mean? What are you saying? They didn't I don't drink. Understand. None of them. None of them drank that night. Why didn't? What is? What does St. George, Utah, have to do with that? Oh, because it was so hot. It was in the desert. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but we've we've had. Uh, I thought he was going to make a Mormon reference, but I didn't want to go there. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Yes. Because they were good. Because a lot they of were, them were good Christian people. Yes, is what he meant to they say. They were not and drinking. They weren't heathens like he is, and drink before every event. Actually, when was the last time you saw me drink a beer? I don't like beer. No, but I saw you drink a whiskey. Three of them the other night. I I, I will do that once in a, once in a while. Yes. Anyway, it was fun because <laughs> anyway. they uh, they had some time constraints the night before, and it was really good because we kind of condensed it for them. And I thought they really enjoyed it. They did. And, and you know what? For them, they, that's yeah. what they wanted. Because in the way – so what I love about the corporate schools and what the curriculum we have now, I just have to tell you. So here's what we have. We come in there in the morning. We get them all dry firing and get them behind a rifle. Okay? And then, then they take that rifle and they get, they get to uh, make some noise with it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, they get to shoot it um, and shoot their group. And um, they get to shoot three groups of three. 
and we get to see how good they are or aren't. And it's more for us to find out who's can squeeze, who isn't, who's. And they're all see. they're all our guns. And so, all, yeah, so so we know they're all sub right. MOA guns. So so then what we do is we shoot two groups of three. Then we have Mork the turret. They go up, and then they shoot another group of three. They get the concept of elevation change. All this right. Then we pull those guns off the line, and we put a um, what we would call a. Uh, I, I guess a long-range emulator, right? Mm -hmm. Rifle. So we have 22 rifles that are set up with uh, stocks, like a long-range, like our long-range precision yep. rifles. They have uh, great scopes on them, uh, twisty things on top turrets because they don't know what they all are. And then we go to work and start working on their form and their shooting. And so we do that. Then we take it right into a competition. And we did a lot of competitions. So it was so fun. It was fun because then, then they they start looking and they're like, and the owner of this company was super competitive, super high com level achiever. When you run a sales force yep. though, like Jefferson does, you're a competitive dude, and you're you're not designed to pull teeth. Does that make sense? And we we had an odd that number was a shot. So yeah, I mean, I'm not. I, that that's that that, that that's just come just on. Low. It was a little fun. Oh, um, it was a little low. Um. But he competed mm. against everybody on his team. <laughs> he did, right? and then, which I and think he for was, him is really smart, he was you know? rocking it too. And then we had to, so we had to throw him off a little bit. Then we then we created a timed scenario. Well, they kept going, and 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 so we had sudden death, and then Brad he gets soft. You know, there's a there's a little there's a little um, liberal heart in Brad. <laughs> Because Brad's like it's pretty okay. damn liberal, li pretty damn little liberal, <laughs> bleeding heart, bleeding heart. He's like, th 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 so I'm like, okay, now, hey, if you like, we're measuring groups and we teamed up, and if you're out, you're out. Brad's like, we'll let you shoot, and I'm like, no bullshit, we're not letting you shoot. You're done. You lost. Out. You sit and watch. You 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 can. Ponder the thought of your bad shot, right? There's a consequence here. You can't handle you want that the truth. Shots. You can't handle the truth. Okay, this is not some. Anyway. And, and uh, so then we did get to a champion, and then we went out long range, and we did the same thing. Now next time, what we're gonna we're gonna clarify the rules for the next teams. Yeah, because they wanted to keep shooting so bad. No, no once you get. Once, you want, if you hey, fall behind, gotta be a, it's over. There's got to be a sting to failure. Right. Come on, focus, concentrate. We just spent we just spent tons of time, resources, <laughs> and energy getting you good, and now we're out at 700 yards, and you're gonna you're gonna rip your lips off the gun before you've even squeezed the trigger. No, you're out. Check. Sit your ass on the bench till next round. So I when I did oh, this, I loved it. I used to do this three gun. It was different. It was tactical three gun, and I didn't shoot much pistol at the time. And it was one guy was shooting long range, one guy was shooting carbon. But both of you, the rules required both of you to carry a, a pistol, and you had to take turns on the pistol targets. Well, the very last day, it's a man-on-man. -man. So the two are like golf courses. You have golf courses, and you, each guy's got to shoot whatever targets, right? The last day, it's man-on-man. -man. And uh, so you, you did pistol, you did carbine, and then you did long range. And so it was the same type of deal. Each team was competing side by side. And I shot with Scott Reeder. You know Scott real well, bleep. I do. And uh, he's a super good shooter. And now he's well, he, he's he's a big wig at a bank now. Yeah. But anyway, yes, he is. Anyway, I looked over at Scott, and that was the first time I showed. It was a it was a good one. You know, guys showed up with red dots and and fancy fancy handguns, and I had this dang Glock. And it was so funny because when on the orientation, the guy goes. 
you guys are going to show up with these fancy long guns, and you're going to show up with a stupid Glock with a $12 trigger in it. And I looked, I got this Glock with a $12 trigger into it. And I looked at Scott, and I go, Reader, if, if you don't even get to shoot, I apologize. I was afraid I couldn't even clear the targets with my handgun. But uh, those guys, they, they were eating this competition up, man. It, but, but we want to do it next time. From now on, it's like once if, if the guy beats you ahead of you, you know, if, if they shoot. Because we, we gave them each one shot at a long-range target. So each guy had to shoot. So, they had, so, you know, it wasn't like you could duplicate your position. So the first team sits down, and they both hit. So now there's no way – so every team that kept coming up, the first guy, he'd feel that pressure, you know. So they were getting the squeeze, and uh, most of them dropped wow. that first shot. Man. So when they came into the shooting school, what, how, what level were they? Uh, are they? Were they all over the board, or were they So it's funny you ask that, because these guys were all over from guys that never shot to some guys that had shot a bunch to um, the one guy was military, so he knew, and he was he a, was He said he was a... Tr uh, a uh, he was Infantry. an AR instructor. Yeah, and he really knew the yeah. AR. Yeah, he, he was. Did, he did. He was good. Really he well. did really well with the AR. Yeah, because we we also incorporated Blake, right? Blake, Blake. Blake. Yep. Yep. Big shout out to Blake. Yep. Um, and he he did a really really good job, but he would never shot much long range, but he had a willingness to. Yep. But there's so so, ARs. It's a bang 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 bang. It's a it's a rapid fire. Squeeze 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 squeeze. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we did this with John Burns. It was one of the uh, the drills that we did with, with, uh, when we were shooting with John Burns yeah. a bunch. Yeah, and so it's a different application. So when he moved that to the long range, he didn't have the same muscle memory. No. But he, he, he's like, dude, I want to learn this. And so we had guys like that to guys that the one guy, um, uh, Bon, he rocked it at the end. <laughs> he, he didn't honestly probably look. Bon, if you're listening, I love you, brother. But when he first laid down behind a rifle, he kind of looked like a monkey humping a football. You know, it was a struggle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was not good. And then by by two hours into the program, dude, this sucker went from right? shooting a group the size of a pie plate at 100 yards. Because when they got eliminated from the man-on-man, -man, bon, bon was the bon, one who kept him in it. Bon kept him end. in it. And, Blake, and he was Blake's carrying Blake. <laughs> and Blake's like, you sucker, <laughs> Bon. And, uh, and Blake was really good. But it was so how it, tight a group did he get it to? Oh, he sub minute, sub minute at the end. So and it's funny because uh, uh, we were we were talking and Blake was Blake was on that end and he was he was so jacked because he was the eleventh man. He was the eleventh man and he was he was rooting for somebody not to be able to go. He wanted to go so bad. He goes, I've been out with his injury and I was I was I was the eleventh on the sales force and I wanted a man. I wanted yeah, to do he this didn't so want bad. I'm so glad I got. Uh, he goes, I'm sorry, Fred, whatever your name was, but I'm thank thanks for not being here. So yeah, it was it was really good, but it was fun to see that that like a guy like that that just was listened coachable zeroed it right down just honed it in does that make sense mm -hmm. and then and and a lot and then there was another guy who was like six seven kyle um, kyle yeah kyle and he uh um and mckay mckay, McKay was, a, was a big giant, boy too but yep. he'd shot a lot but he was super coachable mm -hmm. but you look at like um kyle had never shot much at all no and he just rocked it it was it was funny because that night i was looking and he Kyle, or, yeah, Kyle was so engaged. Yep, and so and he was, was like, Bobby. And I think he's six nine. Yeah, six nine. So picture this: six nine. He's got long hair, big old 
big old burly beard, and you know he looked like he was ready to come to the rally. <laughs> and he was sitting there so engaged, he was just or to soaking Woodstock, it up. I would say, what, yeah, maybe he's probably more maybe ready more to, go to Woodstock than the rally. And but then Bobby, that little clean cut guy, mm-hmm. it, super sharp kid too. I call him a kid. He was twenty three, one of the top producers, right. and uh, um, he had never shot much. That half minute group, like really good. So it, it was interesting. So you, when you do these corporate events like these corporate shooting schools like this, you guys are in St. George, Utah, recently here out yep. in the desert, yep. in southwest Utah. Yep. So what is the objective going in? And then, I mean, what are you hoping to accomplish by the time it's over? What's well, the game I, that's plan? a good question because I think it's a shooting school, but I think it's team building, team building. And uh, yeah, I would say team building and, and, and a, almost a, a a per- I don't want to say I don't I want to sound like you know like it's a personal self development course because I don't want to say that but it's definitely a testing yourself type program like if if I, okay so I sat there I own another corporation a sales force and financial services I, I and at two o'clock the afternoon or one o'clock that day right before we broke for lunch I told Brad and I and the owner of that company Jefferson and Brandon Neal. Um, was walking, but we were walking back from the targets, and I just made the comment, "What the hell have I been thinking? I need to do one of these and have ten of my top producers qualify to come out to spearfish, right? And and do this same thing for them because it. Here's what it does: when it, when you just taught the guys what to do, and we walked through everything, told them how to do it, and we're over them, and they're getting ready, and they're dry fire, and then they go live, and then they get their groups. Then when we put a little competition to it. They start forgetting that they just need to focus on the disciplines and the approach and not worry about all the rhetoric around them. Just like life, just like, you know, just like getting through different things. And so all these skill sets, and Brad and I and Brian Martin are sitting there going, okay, guys, whoa, whoa. And we knew when we would get a flyer, you'd watch them. They'd they'd booger flick. They'd pull their head. They'd rubberneck. They'd do something. Once once you put the little squeeze on them, too. I mean, some guys were missing targets. Like, whoa, what happened? That was six feet off. (laughs) There's no minutes for that. (laughs) So, So to answer your question, um, that's what I saw. It was team building. It was it was a it was a development process. It was yep. testing yourself. It was teaching yourself. Am I listening to this? Am I following what they told me? Just to coach. Am I coachable? Um, and a reward. Really and there was a reward. There too. was a reward to it. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Super close bunch of guys. Yeah, hard workers. You could tell. Yep. And they approach great attitude. But yep. most corporate schools, what I like about it is that there's such a positive attitude when they come into it. Sometimes, and I would encourage people that come to our regular school to just, you know, take a Quaalude before you get here. Uh, You don't have to be the best shooter in the world. That's obviously a joke. Don't take a Quaalude. But, But, you know, so many guys come to the regular shooting school that are like, you know, I don't want to say tactical, but they come in and, like, I'm a long-range shooter. I'm, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to perfect this to go out to a mile. And what they don't do is that's not what this is. This is how to become a better shooter, how to be better in all your conditions. Um, the, the shooting courses that we run, the shooting academies, and they're shooting academies. Are we going to shoot long-range? Yes. Are you going to understand the approach um, and the fundamentals of shooting downrange? Yes. But if you don't get the disciplines to make you – or to develop the ability to hold a super tight group at 100, the same disciplines that go into that are the same disciplines you need to consistently hit something at 1,000 yards, right and, or wrong. And don't lie. 
You always like jumping down when we do the mile shoot. I see you jumping right in there to demonstrate right off of the back. Yeah, I have no problem. <laughs> there is something amazing about hitting uh, something that long or far away. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, a, a neat, a super neat I opportunity. I shot this morning. Did you? I shot this morning, yeah. Yeah. I shot off my uh, off my deck this morning. I was like, two, two, two. Um, but that's a, a neat opportunity that, I mean, I, we've, we're running out of, we have two more corporate shooting schools this summer even, and uh, I could see those being kind of the bomb. Those are, those will be, they'll be yeah, hard to get. Yeah, we have one more shooting school, two corporate shooting schools, and an Argali. The Argali shoot. The Argali That's shoot. an invitational only. Yeah. It's, a, it's kind of an important thing to do, you know, when you're coming up to kind of the off season. I mean, these are things that hunters should be working on anyway right now, right? Exactly, yeah. Brian. And that's such a good point is that, um, like, so there's three things I'm doing right now for sure coming into um, June 1, okay? Um, I'm cleaning up my diet, all right, because I got to get up a mountain and losing 25 pounds of ding-dongs that I fasted o over the winter on. <laughs> um, we'll probably you will die number five. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll probably <laughs> hostess is my best friend when I'm not uh. hunting, right? Um, that'll probably be good. The second thing I'm doing right now, and this is just personal, okay? I, I guess that's what we do here is share what we're personally doing. So number one, I'm watching my diet. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to eat as clean as I can right now. Number two, um, I, I'm getting, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just working on my legs. You know, for me, lifting weights, having a shredded body after athletics in my early, late teens, early 20s, I'm, I'm not into any of that. I just want to have strong legs, cardio, um, and so I'm working on that. And then the third thing is that I'm working on more than anything. It, I should say four things because the third thing would be my uh, my shooting. I, I'm shooting every day right now. And, and I know it's dry firing a lot of it, but it doesn't matter. Target acquisition, and the good news is, is my cat died. We won't talk about how I ran it over and, and broke my wife's heart, but my cat died, and the amount of birds that are back in my yard, and I got these little jack squirrels, these little son of a suckers, are moving in, and they are free game for my ass, right? And it's, and they're, they're like, they're like on, like, crack cocaine running around. So the you're house. dry firing. You know, I'm dry firing yeah. on, but so just to but, qualify, you're, but, not, you're not shooting cardinals in your backyard. <laughs> no, not cardinals, but, I, but I'm dry firing. Right. But those little jack squirrels, I don't know if there's a season on them or not, but I don't know if one of those dry fires might accidentally have a slip bullet in it. But there could be a moment where one of them suckers is not hanging around well, my place. I anymore. have a similar program as you with a fourth. I'm working on my back because i got to carry Brian up the most of the mountains. So um, we're going to have it. We're gonna, you know what we're going to do? <laughs> Bleep, we're going to have a podcast, and we're going to talk about that film because I think I filmed it when I actually had to push Brad up the mountain, so it's going to be so freaking great. <laughs> so it's funny because so. I'm right now, I am, no, I'm, but, I'm keto right now. I was going to tell you my fourth thing that was real. And I, and, I, and I sincerely mean this. I have started conditioning my brain like I did in sales in the last three years for these sheep hunts. And I watch YouTubes and YouTubes and YouTubes. And I rewind and I sit there. And because I, I'm, not, I'm not scared of um, real steep stuff. I'm just scared of the fall. Well, it's so, not even the fall, Brian. It, it's just the sudden stop. Yeah, it, something. <laughs> okay, but these right. knife edges that yeah. we get on sometimes. Yeah. Right, right. 
they, they, they make my butt pucker and I can lock up and I need to mentally get past that. So I put myself in these positions on the YouTube. So mentally I'm, I'm watching all these, these things and conditioning my mind just going, dude, I can, I, there's no, nothing I can't go. That, that day that both my legs were cramping so bad and we did shoot our goats. Oh, that I pushed you up the mountain that day? Yeah, I remember we started off that, that steep, steep ridge and you stopped and you go, are you good right now? And I said, my legs feel great right now because we got a, we got a, we drank the rest of our water. We had some sugar up there. Yeah, but here's like, the problem: this it would was be an, a really bad spot. It was an, to oh, cramp up bad. Oh, when we were going down, when we were going down. Yeah, well, that was uh, for every foot was a six inch drop or six foot drop. Yeah. So anyway, what we're gonna. Ask. I was gonna say you should get one of those three D Oculus headsets and play the video of those mountain climbers, and then just live that in three D. I mean, that will freak your mind if you want to do that. I uh, yeah. Oh, I, that'll get you. I bet it would. Oh yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I, I I can't even. You know, it's like I have no desire to to, to climb Mount. Uh, what is it? Uh, Mount Rushmore. Actually, no, I'm teasing. Um, uh, what's the big one? Everest. 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 Mount Everest. I have zero desire. Here's here's part of the problem. Okay, because I talked to a buddy of mine in Colorado, knew a guy, and he was in the office, and we were talking about, it, and he climbed it. And he said, the, pro- the big part of the big problem is, is the carcass is laying around you um, because there's so many, you know, th- I mean, they can't go up there and take a helicopter and get the uh, carcasses off, you know. Well, and you have a 33% chance of not making it down. Listen, anything that I have a 33%, I have a buddy that drew a tag on 33% chance. I'm not drawing the death tag on 33% right? chance. Does that make sense? Right. Because so. when it's only 3 in 10, if it's to die, <laughs> It's three and ten. Exactly. (laughs) So just going back to the shooting school, if you guys don't mind for a sec. Oh, shut up. So (laughs) what uh, what type of program? Hey, can somebody bleep him out? (laughs) Okay, what about like uh, gun safety and do you guys go over things like that? So so Friday night, it's it's good. It's funny you say that because we have an entire chapter and that's my part in the beginning. And then Brad takes over all the the, the, really the, the, uh, the technician part of the rifle. Brad does such a great job of it. And I'm, I'm more of a coach than a teacher when it comes to that stuff, so that's not my, it's just not my strength. And, Brad, you do a really, really good Thank job. You. But I do, the, I do put a little bit of fear of them in them in the uh, um, safety part because we, we have a, we're meticulous about it. Range is hot, range is hot. Range is cold, range is cold. Uh, all rifle actions are back when you come off the rifle. Yep. Um, my job uh, during that day um, is when we come off the rifle, I think of nothing else other than I feel like I have a shot collar on me because yep. the first thing I do is run up yep. and down that line. And if Making I don't, sure. I, I don't make a big deal about it, but let's say you were there, Brian, and you, didn't, you just got off, you're excited, yeah. and your gun bolt was down. I just grab you, and I go, hey, Brian, and, and not in front of everybody, I just I'm going to open your action, make sure next time we just, just think of that, okay? Yeah. And, 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 and if I got to do it all day long to you, it's not going to be a. It's not going to be a me pissed off at you, and you're not violating anything because I'm there as the compliance officer for safety. But um, we go through a whole safety instruction on it, and uh, that that's our first thing we say uh, in the, 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 the to introduce the classroom. It's the last thing we say when we leave the classroom. It's the first thing we say when we approach the rifle, and we say it like ten times throughout the day. So. Yep. And, and actually, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go nope. ahead. I was going to say, and actually, so much so that we refine it because we left the range this time, and th- th- nothing major, but there was two little uh, ooh moments that Brad, not, nobody even noticed them. Brad looked at me because I, uh, I looked at Brad, and Brad looked right over at me, and and because we're so cognizant 
Yeah, cognizant uh, of we cognizant don't want we're not going to allow any, any errors to occur. Any any yeah. even remotely close yeah. that him or I will just jump up and we'll, we'll just have each other's back because there was a there and to the point where there was a bullet bag in the wrong area and he jumped up. I was like, whoa. And he jumped up, grabbed the bullet bag, brought it between us, and then that limited that exposure. So we just, it's a really good question, but safety, we're, we're like, uh, yeah, we're very cognizant of all of that. Yep. Yeah, and just to make sure this is clear, you know, clear, I clarify a point from earlier, right? Uh, even though you don't drink beer, Brad, and I know this was kind of a dry event, really, but there is no, no, there's no alcohol. alcohol. There's no alcohol. No, 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 no. I no, just no, wanted no. to make sure that that no. point was clear. You know, you know, no, on the, night, the night before, some, some of the, Places they like to have some beer while sure, they're sitting sure, in sure. the class. Yeah. yeah, well, actually, yeah, during, actually, probably we've never done it during class, but when the class is over, um, if it's here in Spearfish, we will have beers. Yeah, and 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 but the guns are put away yep. and they're 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 gone, gone. Does that make sense? Right, yep. there, there's no time with that, they're all locked up. Yeah, um, when the beer comes out, and, and I, I was teasing because we have a lot of super, super great friends in St. George and in Utah. Um, and that are of the Mormon faith, super great Christian people. And so it's not often that we see alcohol down there because it's not in their cultural or lifestyle. Correct, yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And, and yeah. I was just teasing Brad about it. They're way, I, I, because I, I, they're I way more that. likely to go dang do a five-mile run than have a beer. <laughs> exactly. And, Brad, just... and Brad's Catholic, so once he says his Hail Mary's, boom, he's shooting shooters. Right. And, uh, you know, well, I have a question deal. about the firearms themselves. So these are basically identically prepared rifles? Yes. or yep. What type of firearms are they working with through the course? Six five Creedmoors. And, and they all have an ergonomical stock on them. Um, they're all triggered the right way. Uh, they all have great barrels on them. They're all braked. Um, so sixes and um, six five Creedmoors, and then some of them are suppressed. We do we we like to let them shoot the suppressed guns. Yep, we a lot run of people a few have of never yep. never got to shoot that. So Brian and I have. But other uh, than the yep. suppressed deviation, yep. there's no deviation yep. from the scopes. And uh, I think what we're going to do from now on is the guy who shoots the best three, um, we're going to give them the suppressed ones. We're going to screw suppressor on for them. <laughs> so, so anyway, but everybody loves the suppressed, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very, very fun. It's a great team building um, growth experience, I think. Even, yeah. even our regular schools, because if you're sitting here listening today and you're going, okay, well, I don't, can't get 10 guys together. Our regular schools are unbelievable. Well, we do a team thing with them, right. too, and we pair you up, and, and we work with you individually as a team and then you know work through it and talk through it, especially when it comes to wind. Now, the funny thing about this last school, on the desert <laughs> in, in May, you get a wind. The sun pushes the yeah. air. And we had a wind, and then we were behind a mountain. So there's these confluences of wind yep. coming in, and um, and some of the guys didn't want to listen, and they didn't believe that we wanted them to shoot that way. And then we're like, they'd shoot, and the bullet would be 12 feet over there, and they're like, I don't know what's wrong with this rifle. Well, we pretty much do. We shot it all morning, and you're not listening. Uh, it's, uh, it's fun because <laughs> what we do is we try to, at the end, we try to have them call a little bit of wind for oh each God, other. Wheels I have no idea what the wind's doing. Just shoot. Watch so, out. so we had the team, and, I, and I, I, so I had a couple guys that I was paired up with all day that I was working with, and uh, they came down. They had to call their own wind, and they broke up in teams. They had to call their own wind at 600 and some yards, and it was a nasty wind. And so uh, um, I was whispering to my team to make sure they hedged the end. The guy didn't listen to me, and he gave the wrong wind call. He went and gave his and not mine. Oh, 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 fatal mistake. I loved it. 
So Brad's team won, which is seriously, that's an anomaly. That usually doesn't happen. So, <laughs> so yeah, right. <laughs> Never happens. So we don't, as you can tell, we don't have any fun. We don't even enjoy talking about it. You know, they, they're a blast. You know, um, they really are. So, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a super, they're, they're. It's a Friday night. And a Saturday. Saturday. Yep. And so it's, you know, we start at five typically. Yeah, and then go from nine to five. Yep. What, if, what if someone's interested in hooking up with you guys, uh, doing shooting, you know, participating? Yeah, so I would go to rollingbones.com and then just go to courses and click on it and see the dates. We have two spots open on our June 11th right now, and that's it. Um, and do we? Um, and, I, and, and, and I don't even know if we do. Yeah, I don't. But um, I'm, I'm not even sure because Brian Martin has more people that he wants to put in. It sounds yeah. like 1-605-644-8000. Call and we can, we can set yeah. you up to in the, in the shooting school. Yeah. But we, we only have one more this summer with potential and opening. Yeah, next summer we'll, we'll – yeah. pro- the, the response we've had, what we're going to do is in June next month, we'll look at next year's schedule. And Brad and I will – we probably will have four more schools here in the Spearfish uh, simply because... You mean add four to what we we'll co- add normally four to do. What yeah. we normally do. Because we've had an overwhelming response. We sold out all the other ones. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves them. And, and they're economically, you know, they're palatable for most people. Yep. And, um, and they learn a lot. The giant value in them. But the other thing is, is the ones in Spearfish... You have Mount Rushmore, you have Devil's Tower, you have Spearfish Canyon, you have Deadwood, you have, uh, you know, uh, just a a plethora of stuff, Hill City, you know, Custer National Park, the Badlands, Waldrug, you know, what's not out, this is the gateway to the West. And what we're finding is a lot of guys go, hey, honey, if I go shooting for a Saturday, but we went out there on a Thursday and stayed till a Tuesday. We could do a four or five day vacation. Yeah, we've we've seen more and more families come, and the the dad peels away and, and, and does it and does an evening and a day of shooting, mm-hmm. and then and so we're seeing that. And Spearfish has a lot to offer, you know. Yep. So, and you can stay in Deadwood. And yep. You, you know, Deadwood's I, ten miles from us. Yeah. It's, and you and know, actually, as this as this grows, you yeah, know, we'll we probably can, have to do it. In, we can at only the lodge fit sixteen people in this training center here at the bone cave when we turn it into a training center so we'll probably do it you know up at the lodge with anthony so the and the this corporate shooting school it's actually capped at 10 because it's about yeah, all yeah, we, yeah. i'm sorry we, we, i didn't say we, that in an ideal world we would have six to eight you know and, and it's good to say and the other one's capped at 12 yep so we we cap the corporate one at 10 because then we can concentrate and we the regular shooting schools at 12 and uh and simply because of safety if we have guys that know a little bit more about shooting, and we add another instructor um, for the other ones, Brad and I can cover 10 people um, at a corporate one the way we run it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We can do five and five. And Brian, Brian's traditionally there, or we'll have another range, uh, a, a, a range guy with us um, at that corporate school. We run it with three, but Brad and I are the two instructors. At the yep. Point. Right? So, yeah. So uh, and they're fun, very safe, very fun. And Brandon, Brandon's doing really well. Brandon will be Brandon Neal will be an instructor here next year. He'll be spending more time up here. Yep. And uh, I um, think he's I think he's going to come out at the end of the summer. Yeah, because I'll he be comes out he comes out a day before I leave for my sheep hunt. Oh yeah, did I mention that my sheep hunt? <laughs> oh God, we had a whole podcast dedicated to that sucker. Uh, now we got to hear it on this one too. Bleep. <laughs> Can you bleep that shit out? I'm tired of hearing it. Okay, I'm just tired of hearing. Oh yeah, did you mention my sheep hunt? Yeah, yeah I know. I got to cut my sheep hunt close sh- short so I can go I, into. You know what? I bet you shoot your sheep the first morning. Yeah, actually, you know what? I I bet you this. I'll 
bet you, because I get in on the morning of the 19th, and it start, my hunt starts on the 20th. So I would suspect that I will land and you'll, get going. Yep, you'll land, you'll get, on the, you'll get on the tundra plane, get to your camp, and off you go. So, well, it, it, either way, the reality is, is I'm on two sheep hunts back to back. And well, even though I'm not sure. Truth yours, be told, actually, back this train up, brother. Three. Why is that? Because you just did another one. Oh, oh you're forgetting that. Oh, Brian. Brian got to do three sheep hunts this year. Yeah, but I don't I mean, sit on a podcast. Did I tell you I shot a desert? Did I tell you I <laughs> shot a desert? <laughs> I'm teasing you, Brad. You uh, know what? There is something about 22 years of applying and drawing yep. that's super special and cool. Yeah. I would think I was more excited. Well, probably I wasn't more excited than you, but I was the second. Uh, Lindley's like, dude, you're really excited for him. And I said, that's because I get to go. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Yeah, I mean, this is. This is a place that everybody should get to go once or twice in their life, and it's easy. It doesn't have to be a sheep hunt because you can go hunt. I mean, there are elk are everywhere up in here, and there's good deer. But guys should get up into this country by Yellowstone. It's not obviously not in the Yellowstone, but it's close to the park. Yeah. Well, you know what? It, it's uh, all, all any wilderness place. Oh. It's like you know, in financial services, all my buddies wanted to go golfing, and I tried it, but I just was bored after like. You know, but then I talk to my buddies that they do, and they're like, dude, what do you do out there? And I'm like, dude, you sit on top of a mountain. It takes you three hours, four hours to get to the top sometimes. Yeah. And then you sit there in glass and look at little stone. And then when one wiggles and you see the curl, you go, yeah, that's my ram. And then you spend two days sometimes getting over to it to kill it. And they're like, what the, who the hell? Have you ever been to a five-star country club? And I'm like, yeah, I've been to the Masters. Not my deal. You know what I'm saying? So. What? Hey, wait, 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 wait. I forgot to mention this. Masters. Um, speaking of Masters, I saw your wedding picture. Because I didn't know you back in those days. Yeah. What about you it? had a 10-gallon hat, a cowboy hat on, huh? Of course. I grew up on a horse farm. <laughs> yes, you did. You had your tux. So I tried to get – I got married on a beach, and I wanted to wear tuxedo shorts, and my wife vetoed it. She's like, no, 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 So no, those no. hats, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all had hats. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Those I haven't seen you with a ten gallon hat on. That wasn't a ten gallon hat, but it was. Uh, <laughs> it was a. Uh, well, it was ten gallon hat. It was maybe an eleven gallon hat because you're. If you, you're like six five. Listen, if you go, yeah. it was a stovepipe. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Oh my god, what it was. <laughs> hey, oh. hey, word for the day. Word for the day, boys and girls, douchebag. That's those two right there. So anyway. Oh. Um. Yeah, that was cool. Looking back on that, huh? <laughs> that was. Yeah, it was. You know what I'm saying? It was. Uh, it, w- it was fun. But anyway, how do we digress to that? Um, so, yeah, the shooting schools, um, I-, I think my favorite part of the shooting schools is watching somebody bleep go from, oh, I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if I can do this to going, I got confidence. 300 yards is not, that's nothing, man. I can, because the funny thing is, is without question. We'll have people come in and go, yeah, the farthest animal I ever shot away was 583 yards. And we're like, wow, that's a long Without time. a rangefinder. Yeah. And so <laughs> so then what happens is we get to the range and we say, you guys see the 300-yard target? And they're like, no. You mean that way out there? Yeah, that one? That's the three. That's only, that's only 300 yards? Or that, that's, that's 300 yards? That's not 500? That's not four. Even like this week, we go, does everybody see the 300-yard target? And they're like, that's not 300 yards. We're like, yeah, that's 300 yards. They're like, holy smokes, that's, that's so far, you know? Yeah. And when, when you see somebody go from, 
not a lot of confidence to all of a sudden at three, four, like, like you know, like a Dwight Gubrud, our attorney. He goes to the class, and he just, he just goes, holy smokes, it was amazing. He grew up shooting all his life, and he says, I had no idea there was that much involved in it, in love. Right. Yeah. No, it's very rewarding. It's, uh, I think it's rewarding for the companies that do it. Um, you know, it's pretty amazing. The guys that sponsor it, you know, that like uh, Jefferson at the one that we just came back from last weekend. Um, that's a really neat deal that he put on. You could tell he really cares about his guys, cares, cares about his team. Um, Super giving man. Yeah, he, he's a, a giving man. A bunch and, and, of great and guys. And you know one. what I was impressed with him? He went to every one of his guys that won it. And, you, you, you know, not, not, not to make a big production, but he went and put his hand on his shoulder, you know, telling him, man, I'm, I'm glad you're here today. Congratulations. Yep. I appreciate you. I mean, he really genuinely was engaged with his sales force. And, you know, anybody I've ever seen that is super successful at building a sales force is engaging with people like that, and they deeply care. But he did a phenomenal job. And it was, yep. it was, it was, yeah, it was fun. It was we, great. We, the, the, uh, Kyle. Hell, it makes me want to go back and do it again. Kyle got a call while we were doing the shooting school. He's like, what? Oh, that's awesome. He goes, what did I sell? I sold a double-double. Double-double. So I, we didn't know Whatever what the heck a double-double was. was. So then they told but us. But everybody was like, oh, yeah, high five. And they were bucks. Yeah, so they were talking about the breakdown of who made what and how it worked. And they have a they have a sales team that goes and appraises the building after the guy. So anyway. Yeah, yeah it was super cool. Yeah. So, yeah, all those guys, they uh, big shout-out. Big shout out to those guys. It was yep. a lot of fun. They made it uh, super good. But if you want to, like Brad said, just give us a call at 605-644-8000 or go to rollingbones.com. You can just, it, it, anywhere on the front page, it's like contact us, contact us. Just click on it. It'll. It, I know this is crazy crap, but it's technology. It goes right to the email that um, sends us to us. And then it'll create a cert what we call a service request and then we'll get back to you and answer any questions you have brad will call you i'll call you um we'll get a hold of you and see but if you're looking for a great corporate event to do for your some some of your people and i will tell you this kids excuse me kids and women do unbelievable attitude because mm -hmm. they're super coachable they yep. want to learn and uh, it's great for kids and women. yeah we have lots of kids come husband wives husband and wives they, they just love it so anyway well, we appreciate you listening, um, and uh, thank you for joining us today on Hunt the World. Uh, you can find us a lot of places, okay? I'm, uh, just in full transparency, I'm looking for my script. Did you forget Did you forget <laughs> no, what our phone number no, is? No, no, no. I got the no, email address. No. I know it. So, <laughs> no, because Bleep puts all this stuff down here, right? Here's a reminder to be uh, sure to subscribe to Hunt the World wherever you get your podcast. He's 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 a uh, a professional speechwriter, so he's really good. Anyway, you'll find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. Also, and be sure to know this: share the podcast with your hunting buddies and friends. We would really appreciate that. Yep. You know, kick it out. We, we, we get more comments every week on this podcast. We do a Hunt the World, too, on Thursday evenings, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, that's on, 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 Vim Zoom. on Vimeo. We do a Zoom. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah, Zoom, 314-896-6854. 314-896-6854. Join us on that, too. We're always talking about outfitters in different territories and states and regions that we actually book in for in our total vetted hunting catalog. So that's that's cool. You can find us there. But in, indeed, share the podcast with your buddies. Let them know. Um, what do you call this type of entertainment? Where it's like a like it's what did you call it the other day? 
no, no, the uh, podcast where it's people are listening wherever. Passive, pa- passive media. Passive media. This, this is good passive media stuff right here. So anyway, but make sure you share it and leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Tell us what your topic, what other topics you'd like to hear, and uh, we'll be sure we can do that. I also want to give a shout out. Okay, Newark, New Jersey. Hey. Not everybody there likes to golf and go to yuppie crap every day. We appreciate We got a bunch of you listening in Newark. Make sure you share it with all your other redneck hunting buddies. And even if you got a few sophisticated financial services guys, I know them too, as I was in that Where's business. Hoboken at? And uh, what's that? <laughs> Hoboken. Uh, well, we don't. I figured you, some of your fintards would be Hoboken. Isn't Hoboken a big uh, financial center there? It could be. Yeah. How come I've never heard of it? Have you ever heard of it? Uh, you're not as cultured as Hoboken? I am. Hoboken? Yeah, but not as a financial services mecca. It's just right across the river. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right across the Hudson River. I was worried there for a while. I thought you were a speechwriter for Jimmy Biden, the way he was stumbling at the beginning, a cross between Jimmy Carter no, and I was Joe looking, Biden. I was looking for my what the scripts. Heck? I, I have you're to, doing great. Just keep rolling now. I, right. I had to have somebody write what I was going to say, just like Biden. It's not that <laughs> big a deal. Jimmy so, Biden. I think that's what we'll call him from now on. Whatever. Waverly, Iowa, Cedar City, Utah, North Richland Hills, Texas, Sova, 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 on the island of Fiji. Let's hear your Fiji. Uh, uh, the only thing I know about Fiji is apples. Let's no, you have a Fiji accent, don't you? And I don't your have interpretation. Fiji of no, no, they make good water. How about how about Walloon Gaba? Walloon Gaba. Good Walloon day, mate. Gaba. That's not a knife. <laughs> hey, yeah, that was a great show. Up to nine listeners. So anyway, 12, uh, 12 countries and 36 states are plugged in, and we appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much. Um, and to all our regulars, I, I got to tell you, I'm so looking forward to uh, – I got a call the other day or yeah, this morning uh, from a guy who said, hey, I love Jonathan Ankner. Um, so I, I think we should have uh, – we should have a couple more of our our golly club guys on here. You yeah, know what I'm saying we should get Scott Palmer on here. Yeah, and uh, some of these Doc other Palmer. guys, Doc Doc Palmer. So, yeah, and maybe uh, um, you know Jim Bonanno. <laughs> he'd be we'll, good. We'll, he'd be funny. Yeah. Um, we should have him on. So anyway, hey, appreciate everybody for listening. Until next week, stay safe, happy hunting, and uh, be safe out there. Be careful.